We are a people sent by God, and God's intentions for us are many. The fact is, is that when we are intentioned upon His will, success and purpose is directed towards His glory. What a wonderful thing. And that's what we talk about today on today's podcast. Well, welcome to another podcast with Steve, Eddie, and Brian. It is good to see you guys today. I see Brian on my screen on my computer. I see Eddie across here with a yellow hat and a blue shirt. Looking good, buddy. Good to see you guys. Yep. Same to you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> well, it uh, it is it's a uh, wonderful time of the year when the weather is as nice as it is right now. I kid you not, I have been basking in just any time I can be outside. And the grass is not growing like it did last week. Right. I'm happy about that. I like to. I love dog days where everything just dries up. I love dog days. No but kidding. I don't think we're having any. Not yet. It's supposed to rain again next week, maybe. So. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking it might actually rain a little bit today, but if it does, not going to be very much. But Where does dog days come from? I've, I've heard that, but I wouldn't have told you what it was. I think it was like in ponds and stuff and creeks, the water gets real scummy. And I think it has something to do with that, that if animals drink, it makes them sick or something. That, huh. So it'd be, You like that? Well, I don't like that part. I like to, <laughs> I like to look out and see a brown lawn. <laughs> yeah. Man, over here, you'd had to mow every four days or so and now, get away from you. It. Now, see, I, I don't, like, I don't like the brown, brown lawn. I, I like the lush grass. I don't. I don't know. I, I like know. it on somebody else's lawn. There, well, you know, <laughs> That's right. not mine. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't mind mowing a lawn. I don't have a huge, huge lawn, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's not terrible. I guess it's not. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that it, uh, it. It is what it is. I guess I'm glad it's. Not that much bigger, but... Hey, how about those Cubs and Cardinals, of which I have no idea why I would even ask? Hey, hey before we get into that, of course, you can Google anything. In answer to Brian's talking about dog days, those punishing hot summer days get their name from an ancient belief about the brightest star in the sky, not from dogs' tendency to laze around in the heat. For many, the dog days evoke those summer days that are so devastatingly hot that even dogs would lie around... On the asphalt panning. Oh, well, there you, now we got it. There's, there's the answer. Oh. There's the answer. I didn't have nothing to do with that scummy water, but <laughs> well, something to do with a dog star. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Anyhow, well, as well, far as the the cardinal fans in this neck of the woods are all in the height of their glory. Well, they are, but they're not. You know, it it they're in bereavement when I think when when they're on the top of their game and then they lose two games to the Cubbies out of five now the the rubber rubber games today at uh, mid-afternoon and as long as they stay ahead in the standings that's that's what well, they care about and I know yeah exactly and and um I meant to put off, uh, turn off my notification sorry about that guys um but the 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 fact is is that man they you know, as any of our teams, whether it's basketball or baseball, Brian likes bas- basketball specifically. Um, yeah. Th- but we like it when our uh, 
our team is when it's when they're winning to win all the time right you know so um <laughs> you, you, know. you talk about basketball. I haven't watched pro basketball since Jordan retired. Oh, yeah? None. Wow. Well, I, so, I love so retired? <laughs> Josh and I got to go to the stadium watch him play in person once. Man, he's, I saw him play once. Yeah, he's it was amazing. amazing. Oh, my God. I was going to ask about the Cardinals. Now, Ozzie Smith is not playing anymore. Is this? That, that is correct. He's, he's been gone 20 years. <laughs> the, last, the, last, the last game I ever saw, probably Ozzie Smith started. Oh wow! He so, probably did his backflip. He did. Yep. Yeah. He yep. did. Uh, that's good stuff. So it's been a while. Yep. I will tell you that now. I've just as I started this statement, I forgot uh, the broadcaster's name. He's a broadcaster for the Cubs. He's the radio broadcaster. He's the main one. Joe uh, Buck. Nope. That's oh. uh, Joe Buck. Senior used to be the one for the Cardinals. For the Cubs, it's oh man. Anyway, he was inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame last mm-hmm. night. They surprised him on the game, and so that's pretty cool. That was kind of a neat thing, and uh, I'll remember it. Um, I thought maybe you saw about Harry Carey. No, oh, yeah, right. hello, Cubs fans. We're kind of have a time of stretch here today. One of the things I always thought was funny—he couldn't pronounce a lot of names. He'd butcher them. He'd butcher people's names. He was so drunk. Honestly, <laughs> that's what it was. That, and that's words. <laughs> oh, let me hear you. Now it's time for another cold Budweiser. <laughs> he said that all the time when he was on the air. <laughs> Oh. Uh, he might push that mic towards Eddie just a little bit. He's he's much weaker than you are on the okay. audio. Okay, well, yeah. um, you know, probably more so here. Just turn it towards your... There you go. Just push like it, this, tor- turn no, it toward you? Push it towards his cheek. Okay, Inside. there we go. Push it towards your cheek. There you go. How's that, Bri? Oh, much better. Okay. okay. Let's just start over. Oh, what really? those Cubs? <laughs> <They're>, okay. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Anyway... Um, the uh, yeah, so you were mentioning Kevin Durant. You were mentioning the basketball before Kevin Durant's actually what? staying with the Nets. That's a that's pretty big uh, in understanding uh, some things if you're a basketball fan. And well, just um, about life, he said, I don't want to play with this team anymore. Trade me. Yeah. And and what they were going to have to do is like trade. You know, they'd really have to make it all the players on two teams. And give them all to the Nets so that one of the teams could have Kevin Durant. I mean, it's just to be fair. No, oh, my. Just to be fair. And they said, no, we're not trading you. And then he said, well, then you need to fire the coach and the GM. And they said, yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and then and then Kevin Durant said, how about I just stay here and play? And they said, huh, let us think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. I like Kevin Durant, but it's just this idea of, we try to make demands and push our way through, and maybe well, that's not the way to go. I feel bad for them guys because they don't make enough money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has a four-year contract for like $160 million. Oh, man, that's ridiculous. Poor like, guy. I, I do want the contract, but I don't want to play Yeah. here. You imagine if he came to your church and tithed? One day. I just need one game. I just need one day of tithe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just need the whole year. Man. Well, that's, yeah, and, you know, and, and folks, we don't want to digress uh, at all. 
trying our best Harry Carey uh, impersonations, but we do like to have fun, and we do like to to uh, rib each other a little bit, and, and uh, yeah, that's that's life. Yeah, we're having a good time here, and I appreciate you guys doing that on the podcast. It's it's a conversation. It needs to happen. That's what life's all about, and I appreciate that. I really. So we're not necessarily. I don't think we're digressing, but uh, God's good. And right and, now, as he listens to this. The face of Ohio Valley Gas has said, come on, boys, let's get with the program. Let's yeah. move on. Right? Let's move it along. I Unless you're going to be right talking now. about the Dodgers. That's, I can just see him, too, you know. Unless you're going to talk a little bit about my Dodgers. Steve Garvey still playing? Steve Garvey's definitely still playing. <laughs> okay. In heaven. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not no, playing. He's, was he passed? <laughs> no, he didn't. I don't think so. Although, here's something very interesting. Now we're, now, now we're diving into some things. I had a Steve Garvey. In fact, I still have it. It's pretty scratched up. But it's a Steve Garvey uh, 3D type of car, a baseball card game, or baseball card, rather, where you could look at it and change it a little bit, and he could, you could see that he was, you know, kind of... He glimmered a little bit, you know, but it's yeah. got it's that old. Huh. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Brian. Have you ever seen those two? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, to where they've they, and I think I got it out of a a cereal box. It, I mean, it's a real good card, but Steve Garvey. Yeah, isn't that funny? I liked them baseball cards, cards because they smelled like bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> get this. Get this. Yeah. I had the, the '61 Yankees. I had Roger Maris's rookie card. Oh, sheesh. Got tossed all that when I got older. Man, what an idiot. So. The, well, yeah, you know, I'm sure that there's a few people listening that are grimacing right now, like, oh, what? But, um, yeah, you know, the funny thing about those baseball uh, packs, the the cards that smelled like baseball gum or the, ga- the gum probably tasted better than the actual gum that and, were in it. And it These got little, smaller. It, oh, it got smaller. started out a great but, big chunk, and then it got down to, like, one stick. Man, I remember gum. one time pulling one out and and I took one bite and it like fell into about 10 pieces yeah, old like, I had like one piece it, in my mouth it shattered yeah it's a dead shatter I remember that feeling of the gum shattering so they finally took the gum out which is when I stopped buying the cards right right like uh, well yeah it's it, it's <laughs> oh childhood days I tell you uh, I've got I actually got quite a few of my baseball cards and now Jude's uh, gathered some together too and so he's uh, I think the year that the Cubs won the World Series, he actually uh, got some of those guys that were on there, Anthony Rizzo. and So he's like, Dad, we need to save these. I'm like, yep, I think mm-hmm. you're right, Jude. I think we need to save these. <laughs> so, yeah, because the Cubs will never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> there's a chance. That's why I said I can die a happy man because they won the World Series of my lifetime. There's, so and I really didn't know if they would. Time. So you say yeah. there's a chance. There is. <laughs> If it hadn't been for that rain delay, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have won. I, that that helped them. That's true. Well, uh, this is not a, a, a sports or a baseball podcast, but uh, we hope that you've enjoyed a little bit of it. And and uh, if not, maybe you fast-forwarded up to this point, and now we're, we're able to, to move on a little bit more. But, um, you know, let's talk about uh, the, the winning of what God is doing in preparing uh, for the future of Crossroads. Let's just briefly talk a little bit about that in the fact that God is continuing that great thing. Starting in 1998, as he's started this great thing, and Eddie, as you came in to plant with uh, plant the church, as uh, being obedient to, 
to, to God and, and doing that. Um, a lot of different seasons. We were actually uh, showing a picture, a couple pictures this morning of, of some fun times we had. Dave Cusson being yeah. in the mix uh, early on and, and had Sunday Night Live and, and uh, doing a lot of crazy stuff and having a good time then. And great series uh, throughout all of the years. And it's been been close to 25 years uh eddie and yeah we and, moved here in december 97 yep started networking and then started the church october 4th 1998 yeah and so you know here we are at a at the uh, getting up closer to uh transition time where eddie will be stepping out september 18th and and uh that process of just honoring him loving him uh and Diane and um, this last week the the gals of Crossroads um, gathered around uh, Diane and brought in a big old basket of good stuff and I just like to say there wasn't anything in that basket for me either yeah so. no no <laughs> no there was not she really appreciated it unless she wants to she share really did share a pedicure or manicure with you that was one thing in yeah there. I don't you don't do those? No, I'm not getting my toes <laughs> manicured. You might want to use some of that soap. <laughs> oh, the soap. soap in there. Yeah. It, it might be. be that opens it up another door. Oh, that opens up another, another door. door. And I even thought about writing a book about this. I do believe the toughest job in the kingdom is pastor's wife. I'll always, I'll always believe that. Because we can vent from the pulpit. They, they don't have a place to hardly to vent. So would you agree with that, Bri? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I would say I'd have sure. to uh, because my mom's a uh, pastor's wife. Stacy, of course, is a pastor's wife, um, senior pastor's wife. Uh, I know that from uh, my mom. I, w- I would also like to add add this to this that in the process of serving the kingdom like that, it can be uh, on the positive side some of the most rewarding. Absolutely, um, a position. It really can. Now, as far as I understand what you're saying, too, and I don't want to uh, not hear that. I hear that very and, much. And the issue is those rewards will be granted on the other side of the river. They're not here. It's, it's a mean, good point. <laughs> really, there's a good point on that. Uh, I just hope she remembers me when she gets all that. <laughs> you know, on the other side. Yeah. Uh, Remember me, sweetie? Yeah. Yeah. Not particularly. Well, it, it's it's been a it's been a neat um, uh, continues to be a neat journey, and and those that maybe have not been listening to the podcast, maybe haven't tuned in for a while, um, and maybe haven't heard, but but again, uh, Pastor uh, Eddie is going to be transitioning out September eighteenth. This is last Sunday. We are inviting those that haven't been in a while uh, to come in and to uh, to come in house and and uh, be a part of that Sunday. I think it'd be great to have uh, yeah. people coming on in but also um, recognizing that Brian this is Brian Miller that we have with us here on the podcast that's his voice um, is our interim pastor he's going to be uh, interim uh, doing the being being the interim until uh, December of uh, 2023 and uh, we look forward to working with Brian and and his leadership and um, so the, there's exciting times and that's why the kingdom of God. We know that we are div- we are um, uh, sent by God to do things, and that's where we're leading into to today. So I'd like to ask Brian to to have a word of prayer as we get started into this podcast or this the meat of it rather with a sermon topic. But if you would do that, Brian, I'd really appreciate it. 
Oh, my pleasure. Father God, I just want to stop and say thank you for uh, Crossroads Church. And by that, I mean the people. The building comes and goes, but the people last forever. And they are the church. So the church building we meet in is quite lovely, but the but the but the church is scattered all over uh, Sullivan County and beyond. And they bring your they bring your goodness and your love. And that's what you say. You say that you bring rain and sun on the good and on the bad. And and these people bring sun and rain on the good and on the bad for everybody mm. freely graciously what a good people lord that you've put there to be your people yes. to gather together to work together to, to support each other and love each other thank you god for that i pray today this whole week this whole month for opportunities for your church to be the church and not meaning so that they oh I can come on Sunday morning but so that they can share your kingdom with others day in and day out might just be a, a, a kind word uh, it might be uh, uh, some physical help it, it might be uh, partnering with someone to, to help those with less opportunity to have more opportunity it might be sharing the message of your uh, uh, salvific action, mm-hmm. your death and resurrection yes. for the uh, for the resurrection of our uh, our lives, a redemption of our lives, that we might be a part of this kingdom forever, starting right now. Yes. So, Lord, I, that is my heart. That is my prayer. Um, thank you for, for bringing me and the opportunity to working with these people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, and I, I'd add, and I'll probably say this the rest of my life, but I want to answer the prayer that you were. Because we have we've been praying for this two years. Interviewed people, had people come in that just... Uh, you're you're the one that's the perfect fit, so I just want to tell you that. So well, I I, I do want to say this, Brian, real quick. I'm sorry. I yes, two years specifically, but I I think we can really say ten years ago, you know, as we started to talk about this, like what is it going to look like and all that, and the prayers maybe not as intense as they right. had been in the last two years, but we've been praying about yes. So I agree. And thank you, Brian. I'm the answer to a 10-year prayer. Yep, <laughs> you are. I, I'm sure Danelle would. Danelle would add some weight on, or more years on that. <laughs> How long you guys been married? 31. Well, there we go. So anyhow, 31. And you're right. I'm the man. I know you'll say. I don't know if you said this today, but I know you would. I'm the man I am because of her. Well, absolutely. Yes. I, amen to that. That's the same way that with is me. The truth. So that is the truth. You are a person sent by God. Uh, we talked about. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Girolamo Savonarola in Italy uh, was a priest, and the church had really become corrupt. And it reminded it reminded me of, of, of Christ when he addressed the Pharisees. 
that Judaism had become corrupt. Because like Brian's preached about, we talked about, they added, what, 600, is it 613 or 14 laws? Yep. Which one was it? 13. 13. And, and they instituted that over uh, the Scripture or over the Old Testament, you know. So, mm-hmm. but just like Christ, the, the church took him. In an unjust rage, they hanged him, set him fire to his remains, and threw his ashes into the river Arno. So that's a, that's not that's not how I want to end. No, me neither. I, I want to, <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely you know. But then then I went into talking about John the Baptist coming into a moral wilderness, and that's what Savonarola did. And the church had become corrupt, and he spoke up, and they killed him. And in a sense, John the Baptist, same thing happened to him. Um, yeah. And we talked about the characteristics of the man's about John, said he was human, but not ordinary. John was no angel, no spark of divinity, just a man. And I think that gives us encouragement for the fact that that's all, we're just ordinary people, but we're extraordinary when the Holy Spirit comes in and uses us. Amen. John was a lamp, not the light. Now I start, I talked a little bit about how various lamps we have, but the lamp itself's not the issue, it's the light that comes out, it's the light. And I think we are lamps for Christ. And I, uh, I had a sermon one time. Uh, I had a big mirror on the stage, and I put mark or blots all over it so you really couldn't see it. But I said, that's what sin does to our spiritual life. It, it blots it, and the, the full beam of Christ and the Holy Spirit can't shine through us. And that's what confession does, wipe that off, you know. So John was a voice, but not the Word. And he pointed to Christ. Uh, I thought that was... That, that 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 is it, and, and what a lesson there is for us that everybody that comes to Christ and the Holy Spirit enters them, they're called by God. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people want to slough that off. Yeah, they and like Brian said, you know, about coming to church, uh, uh, that's what a, a lot of folks want to do, but that's not what we were called to do. None of us. You know, I've said this probably a thousand times since I've been here. As you stand on the stage and look out at. There's an aura of potential that's not even tapped into. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll probably always believe that. So, And then I talked about the, the marks of God sent people today. And boy, I tell you, the chapter 3, verse 30 pretty much says it all. He must increase, but I must decrease. And that's the true qualities of people sent by God are that they exalt the one who sent them and they diminish the one who is sent. I know sometimes with humans, um, you get an ego, and you want to take the credit for some things where it's all Christ, and that's the way it is here. Uh, Christ built this church. I was just happy to be along with the, for the ride, so to speak. He was a witness, not an object of worship, and I, I think that's uh, the next few weeks after Sunday, well, I'm going to try to convey that fact that, like Brian said, this is the people of God, right. Jesus at the head. We're just, we're just servants. We're not, and I've, and I've said this before, if people come to church because of me, and that's the only reason they're coming for the wrong reason, right? <laughs> right. They should come to worship and uh, exalt Christ. So, and to be together and to take communion together and to let the Spirit draw us together. That's right. Yeah, that, that community 
Um, and I and I love I love that breaking that down the common unity, right? The community of allowing us to be able to come in unified or growing in our unification. Um, and the common bond is Christ. Common bond, yeah. yeah. And being able to have that that glue that continues to to pull us together. Well, and I talk about this a lot, but the, the whole concept that that. Christ has offered us eternal life, and then here on earth, till we get there, John 10, 10, he's given us abundant life. And I wonder, uh, as far as in the scope of the church, I'm big on stats on what percentage or whatever really live in that abundant life. Some days it's, it's low. <laughs> I've seen the stats. It's low. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I, now, there are days that I don't feel too abundant, but, you know, you still I know it's there, you know. And now, the picture I have of that is that, is that you know, we, we get uh, brought into Christ's kingdom. And it's going to come in its fullness, you know, at his return. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're still part of that kingdom. It's the now and not yet kingdom. Yeah. And so we start to live in that abundance of the kingdom. It's not, I don't know that it is such a transfer into heaven, although it'll be in its fullness. It'll be more like the curtains open as yeah. opposed to to me to cross over into something brand new. It will be brand new. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's a it's a fulfillment of that kingdom. Yeah. And so you're right. We should start to flourish. John ten ten. I didn't come to to steal, kill, or destroy. Satan did that. Yeah. I came to give life and life to the full. And we can have more than that of that than we think. Oh, I think so and too. I, think, I, I agree I think, with that. I think we think it's kind of binary, like, oh, now I'm full of you know life, yeah. as before I was no life. But it's it's a it's an increase. It's a slight increase. It comes and continues to increase in all of our lives. Sorry for interrupting there, Ed. Oh no, that's okay. And then you look at the the fruit of the spirit in Galatians five. What what should be coming out of us? You know. Yeah. And we, every believer is a person sent by God. Uh, they've been given a great hope, been given a great purpose and focus and a great future. You know, and that's what Jesus said. I said at the end of that, uh, I send you out into the wilderness of the world, into your families, to your workplace, to your school, to your neighborhood, your city, your state, your country, and the world to be me. That's why we're here. Right. That's to glorify God. What, what's that? The Westminster Catechism says that. What's the chief aim of man to glorify God? And then I ended with the great commandment, the great commission. This pretty much sums a lot of, as far as the kingdom and the church up. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. That's a mouthful, all the law and the prophets. That's Matthew 22, 36 through 40, and then the great commission, Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then I said, now go. And that's, it's, it's been, I, I think that's been uh, quite a task. Brian, you could probably attest to that too, that trying to to get your people to understand that they are called, that they have a place. Everybody's got a place in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on that Sunday. Um, that's where I'm going, Eddie. Okay. You know, that 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 there's this great story that we're in, and I don't think we understand the greatness of the story. 
and and that we need a greater maturity to live into that story. And that goes along with discipleship and such, but the maturity is that it's not about me, and I've got to learn to to love people who are difficult to love. I can't just stand back. I've got to learn to 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 establish more trust with people. I've got to I've got to learn to forgive. Um, and that doesn't mean that you know we that that anybody can do anything to anybody, and we ought to just get over it. That's not what I'm saying at all. But this maturity is what's required mm-hmm. to to get there, and so. We'll, we'll start talking about that a little more as we go as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> well, in fact, I think that, that that's, that's, that's great in, in moving that transition about what you're going to be speaking about on Sunday. Is there anything else you'd like to specifically say about that? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. That's a good teaser. I like it. But that partnership that we have, you know, and, and what God... Um, intentions for us. Well, yeah, one of the things that come to mind when I, I think about people sent by God, I think there's a hesitancy sometimes because when you give your life and your heart to Christ, uh, you never know where he's going to ask you to go and you never know what he's going to ask you to do. And there, and that, that causes fear in some people. People have a sense of anxiousness. But man, when you're obedient and you go, he blesses you. He takes over and does that. I know some of the mission trips I've been on. The first one I took to Russia and the first one to Haiti, uh, which was Brian, which uh, I laid in bed almost dying. So <laughs> you remember that. But nonetheless, uh, it, once, you, once you get there, God takes over. I think it's that way with speaking. Toughest time of my week's right there before I get up to speak. Because it really, uh, uh, even the devil comes to church and he whispers things like, man, who are you to get up there? You know what you did? You know what you thought this week? Who are you to... But it's not about me. You know, right. I know we're supposed right. to keep our vessels clean, but nonetheless, I'm always praying, Lord, if I've done something wrong and don't remember it, please forgive me right now. <laughs> so... Well, and it's... it's you know, I think that the biggest thing, and I'm sure that Brian, what you can say is the same thing, is that you want to be uh, ap- absolutely open and clean as you present, so that he can use, utilize well, you to. What the happened in the Old Testament? If a priest went in yeah. the tabernacle, oh, that's true. God struck him dead. Yeah. They tied a rope on his leg, drag him out of there. Yeah. So I'd probably go up the pulpit every morning with a rope <laughs> tied around my leg. <laughs> that's a wild so- thought, though. So to go along with that, I mean, I, I work with a lot of church leaders, uh, particularly like non-staff. I've been, I've been working on that for a couple of years now. And, and the, the main thing holding potential leaders back is they can't see themselves as a leader. Yeah. They just can't see, they think, and I'll even ask people, what, what do you think a leader is? And they'll say, almost inevitably, it's someone who makes decisions and tells people what to do. And I'll say, well, that's that is one kind of leader, <laughs> right. typically one that I don't enjoy. Um, but um, what I think a leader is is someone who keeps the focus on what's the main thing's the main thing, and empowers people to move that direction. Right. And usually, when I say that, they'll go, "Well, I could do that," and I'm like, "I know, <laughs> I know, absolutely, yep." And that's why and we're so here. So they can't see themselves. Who am I? to be that person. Well, you're a child of God and you're gifted in exceptional ways and we need you. 
Mm-hmm. We need you to step up and step in. I remember my, my, particularly my boys were in high school band and they'd complain about, you know, their section, right? And they, nobody's listening and nobody's taking this seriously. And it was, they just really wanted somebody to do something about it, you know? And, and in some ways, like my dog, when it storms, he starts pulling at me and I'm like, what do you want? He's like, I want you to stop that storm. <laughs> right. Well, I can't stop that storm, but I tell my boys, I did when they were that age, you're going to have to step up into some leadership because that's the only way this is going to change. And they're like, well, I'm not a leader. I'm like, to this day, I'm still talking to one of my boys. He's, he's like, I'm, I don't want to be a leader and I'm not a leader. And I'm like, except that many times when there's been a problem, you step forward and people follow you. Right, right. So, I think, you know, we need you to be a leader. Yeah, and I think to add to that, a lot of things that holds people back, they don't want that responsibility. They don't want that responsibility because... Yeah, because it's been because it can become an obligation yeah. and things like that. But if we if we do it as a group, it's not as big an obligation. That, that's we right. Are, that's, we are in it together. That's, that's why right. I talk about partnership yeah. all the time. That's right. It's because um, you know the obligation isn't just upon me; it's upon us. That's right. And and that's helpful. Yeah. You know, I think you know, and it and it goes right into the stewardship aspect of of all things. And I know that we've mentioned this a little bit um, in the times past, but again, as we partner, we are not our time and our gifts and and um, you know talents and all that. That being a good steward unto God means that we're going to be a good steward unto others, and that being of the body and being able to lead as a group requires us to understand ownership of who we are, our gifts, our abilities, all of that, but then taking that into the stewardship and the life of the body um, and for the greatness of God, for this glory. Amen and amen. Well, um, I tell you, if there's there's not anything else at this point in time... I do. I got something else. I I went to Sunday school. Eddie was preaching, and I didn't want to hear that. So, I mean, <laughs> wait a second. Did I and say, no, no, I, I did want to hear that. But I, I knew it was going to be one of my one only opportunities to go to Sunday school. So I went to Sunday school. Uh, Bob Baker, if I'm getting any names wrong, correct me. It's pretty I'm, close. I'm Bert, getting Bert, Bert Baker. Bert, Bert Baker. I knew, yeah, now you say it. That's right. I knew that. Bert Baker, his wife, Lynette. I think I got that one That's right. right. Yep. Woo! Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Oh man, he did such a good. If if you're not going to Sunday school, adult Sunday school, or whatever you're calling that, with with that group, not just Bert in there, but that is a that's a treat. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, I got to go I once, thought, and I'm going to go this Sunday while you're preaching. <laughs> yeah, good, good. I mean, I just loved it. I could, and I'm getting to know people in there. I was just was just fun to hang out with those folks. And then I went to uh, kids church. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, with uh, Peter and Stephanie Bales leading both those groups, Correct. and then yep. there were several volunteers in there, um, and I'm sure they could use more. But I'll tell you what, I was so impressed by the attitude of the people in those groups trying to help those kids keep focus, which is hard as it ever has been <laughs> to help 
Small yeah, children sure. stay focused. Yep. Right. Little things going on, and you know, in particular, Peter and Stephanie handled it with such uh, a plume, a plum. I look it up. I'm just asking you to look that one. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> it was so good that you know they got. I know the message that Peter talked about was uh, Noah's. You know the rainbow and the promise. And the message Stephanie had was uh, uh, sin in the Garden of Eden, and um, and I, re- you know, it's funny. I they did such a good job. I remember what they were talking about. That's awesome. But anyway, I just want to tell folks if you, you know, you're like, you know, if you haven't brought your children into that, it's it's amazing. They're doing a great job. The kids are super safe. They've got. I mean, that's one of their number one things. Just so impressed by that, and uh, anyway, I I just thought it was fantastic. That's great. Well, that is that is awesome to hear from uh, your experience and yeah. being able to um, to speak on that today. And I just really appreciate you sharing that. That's for sure. We have we do have wonderful leaders, wonderful people that are uh, volunteering their time, and wow, that's good to hear. Good stuff. Well. Um, Pastor, Eddie, would you like to go ahead sure. and pray over us as we wrap this time up? Thanks, God, for this time that we can get together and uh, have some fun, actually, and talk about you as well. And We're so grateful, and uh, I just thank you again for the folks that you brought into this place because uh, it's your church, and you know the future, and you know what's going to happen, and you've got people where they need to be. And as a great team, and I know that uh, you're going to continue to work through them. And we thank you for loving us, God. And we think about this podcast that we might all really consider what our function is in the kingdom because we're all called. We've all been gifted. And uh, really, it's our responsibility to find out what that is. And in obedience, follow you, Lord. Uh, like I said, there's some great folks there. And I know, uh, as I said, and I'll say till for the, the rest of the time that Crossroads' best days are ahead not because of any of us, but because of you. And you love us and you've blessed us abundantly, and I thank you for that. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. 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 Well, yes, thank you both for being here uh, today and joining me during this time of the recording. And we are so grateful uh, that we have this opportunity to put out uh, a midweek time where we're able to, to discuss, have a conversation, and to uh, think a little bit more about the relevancy and the things that God has brought us onto. Show unto. that up and show it to Bri. Well, uh, we are, um, Eddie, Eddie, the great-grandpa, has uh, wanting me to show you uh, little little Collins here. and, and uh, Look at this, her face. <laughs> this picture of her when she was put in the car seat. She's only three weeks old. She's a little grumpy. And this face that she's got on her, she's like, what are you doing to me? Oh, you my. Know? But um, it's it's classic. You put me in this crazy family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's for sure. But um, well, it, speaking of Collins, uh, Odette, uh, just loving her so much. Uh, we're so grateful to have her in our lives, and uh, Elijah and Kennedy have have uh, are doing such a they're they're stepped into a new season, stepped into a new season, oh, and yep. uh, they're learning the. They have no idea. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> guys. Well, we are so uh, grateful um, for these children and these gifts of God that have been given to us, and um, 
uh, I just I love I love being a grandpa already. So it's good stuff. Hey Steve, thank you for putting this podcast together, and you're you're the one that that, uh, that organizes it, structures it, creates it. And I just want to say thanks. Me it's too. A, it's a great yeah. tool. Well, thank you, Brian and Eddie, and uh, I love doing it. It's uh, getting. Well, Eddie didn't say thanks. Eddie didn't say yeah, you were doing a good job. I, yeah, I did. I said uh, you were doing a good yeah. job. <laughs> Thank Eddie. <laughs> Brian, Brian just didn't hear yeah, me I know. say he, that. Yeah, you know, it's just okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Hey, that's go, thank Eddie. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, thank you guys, both of yep. you. Uh, love you both. And thank you, listeners, for listening in. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. God bless you. And until later, we'll say goodbye for now. Bye-bye. See ya.